This is Germantown Community Radio, 92.9 FM, WGGTLP Philadelphia, and online at gtownradio.com. I love this song. It's just so nice in the beginning. I do too. Did you True. guys know this song? Donna Summer. Circa 19-something. Um, <laughs> Very precise <laughs> date. Um, Renee, I think About we could probably use our mics up both. I don't know how you guys feel. You cannot hear that well. I can't, can't hear, hear yours that well. I can't hear anybody. <laughs> okay. Other than... Yeah, I hear yours pretty oh, well. Oh, now I hear you. Oh. Okay, there we go. Good, good, good. Yeah, that I do too. Okay, so right. it's, it's the headphones, people. It's all good. It but it's okay. Everything's this good. Like testing, Momentary testing. panic. Everything's fine. Everything is fine. Yes. So, yeah, we've been doing this for a long time. What are you talking about? <laughs> Professional. Uh, but we have yeah, Miss Donna Summer. <laughs> um, yeah, I can hear people. Can you hear okay. me? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, there we go. Donna okay, Summer in the background. So, this is from like the disco era. You know? So, we found this out, I think it was 19. 19- 79. We looked this up before. We did. I was just editing that. This is a whole conversation. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like disco, post disco, but she's definitely from the party scene, you know? There's the disco now, I can hear it. Yes, 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 yes. So she's talking about on the radio, and we are on the radio. On the radio. On the radio. So this is Cue the Mic, Cue the Mic Radio. Um, It is Thursday. Is this 1010? Yes. Oh, I heard a great pun regarding today. Uh huh. Um. Oh no! You know what? Come back to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was some Quick great. Oh wait! Joke. Oh wait! You got it. You, you got it. Are you today's date? Because you're ten out of ten. Uh, oh right. <laughs> so there was there was one. There was one on the first, but it really only works in Europe. And it's are you yeah. today's date? Because you're one out of ten. Oh no! <laughs> that's, so that's like the opposite, <laughs> but also the European. One, yeah, don't they like their grades go backwards? Or there's there's some kind of yeah, where, like, yeah. Like I just this 12, is I'm sorry, we have guests 11, in the studio. We haven't we didn't introduce ourselves. We, we didn't introduce ourselves, but, but, but this is non profit. This is non profit <laughs> community radio, which means you have to be all the way up on that microphone. Hello. There you go. There we go. There you go. Now See, we're the nonprofit means you business. can back up two inches, but the nonprofit and community radio, you have to be right you up be on right it. Got to be right up on it. Right here. there, you right, go. Cool. There you go. So this yeah. is. Let's go back and do some introductions. Right? Mm-hmm. Like we've done this before. Um, this is Doctor Norris Jones, not a medical doctor, but you know a scholar. Doctor. Um, and I'm just driving that in the ground because I worked a really long time on it, and it's almost two years in. So, the doctor. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank Golf you, claps you. all around. Yes. And I'm looking at Fox, <laughs> who's going, why is she looking at me? Are you okay? She was having no, a problem good. With, the, with the microphone there for I, a second. No, I smacked my face on it, that's all. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's really easy to, like, touch your mouth to it, which is just really uh, not sanitary, so. Yeah. We're having a good time. Uh, this is Fox. I go by she, her, hers, and sometimes dude. Um, to my right, we have some guests tonight. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Uh, we are Trans Miners Rights. My name is Chris Nelson, and I am the president and founder of Trans Miners Rights. I go by they, them. And I'm Allison. I am the VP of Trans Miners Rights, and I go by she, her. And then we are rounding it back, on, back around to our very own... Griffin. Pronouns they, them. And um, yeah. <laughs> why do I always forget my pronouns? Um, so I go by she, her, dude. Wait, did you occasion. not? I thought no, you said uh, them already. No, that was just the doctor. I'm always throwing the doctor <laughs> We do in like there. a preamble before yes, yes, the radio yes, comes yes, on. Yes, exactly. So exactly. We never really know. So it's she, her, and always by doctor. Well, at least for a little bit anyway until, you know, I stop jumping up and down. Um, I'm with the postman to call me that. Ma'am, I have mail. Excuse me. It's Dr. Ma'am to you? Yeah, I love doing the uh, <laughs> president and founder of Trans Rights. Right, right, right. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. yes that is, those are my titles. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, yes. I, I work for the school newspaper, so I'm like, yeah, um, managing editor of print, Griffin <laughs> Fadelin. Thank you very much. Um, Mr. Dr. Professor Patrick for SpongeBob fans. <laughs> uh, my grandson is three. They just moved from Lancaster to Elizabethtown. 
Um, he's three. So at one, I had them practicing. Well, before then, but he couldn't speak, and all I got was da 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 da. But it's, he's saying Doctor Grandmother. Um, oh, they're so cute. Yes. Wait, is that real? That sounds like a That's superhero. Really? Yes. Doctor Grandma. That's adorable. Grandmother. No grandmas here. Do I look like a grandma to you? I am Doctor Grandmother. Excuse me, Dr. Grandma. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Dr. Grandmother. So he said, sometimes though we're in the store and he gets really excited because he wants a toy. It's just doctor. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> but he gets help, Dr. Oh Grandma. Oh my God, I love kids so much. So he gets grandma. Doctor, I want this Power Ranger. <laughs> yes, there's this little kid outside of my house every other morning that's just screaming, let it go from Frozen. Oh my god. And it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When I got married, I wore a huge, big, like, poofy dress because, you know, when else am I going to have the chance to do that? Exactly. And uh, <laughs> my little cousin, who was like two or three years old, I didn't realize what she was saying until the third or fourth time she tugged on my dress and said, Hi, princess. Oh, That's so cute. Group, uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, it's amazing what they notice. When I go visit my grandson, normally I'm in, like, sweats or whatever, you know. Um, kind of rolling bed with the sweats on because I get up with him at five o'clock in the morning, and he came to my graduation party earlier this year, and I had on a dress and heels, and he came over and said, "I like your dress," and I'm going, I'm realizing he's never seen me dressed up, you know, shower, <laughs> shaved, dressed up, heels, and the whole. But he was like, "I like that dress," and for the rest of the day, he held my hand, like he was Aww. so proud that he was uh, with me. <laughs> so I don't know how he feels the rest of the time when I'm just in sweats, but I'm still Doctor Grandmother. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, we have guests in the studio. What um, do we have on the docket? Yes, we have. Yes, tonight. on the docket. So, we have... <laughs> docket. <laughs> on the docket. <laughs> we have our um, Why Pronouns Matter. Um, Fox is going to do political cues. We have Gay Answers to Straight Questions, which is Gat's cue. Um, and then we have Newsworthy or Not. Um, Everybody we, knows the itinerary here, yes, right? yes. <laughs> um, we do have some things that are happening in the city today. Um, today is not just in Philly, but there was a flag raising today in Philly for the National Coming Out Day. Oh, yes. It's yes. Today. Um, October the 16th. Not sure, sure how I missed this because it was all over my calendar. It was International Pronouns Day. Wait, October 16th? October. October 16th. Oh, so that's coming up. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, Renee's <laughs> out of time again. I keep thinking yes. it's Dr. November, Renee. too. I don't know what <laughs> yeah, it is. I know. I'm going, I've yeah, just lost track of what like month it is, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> we just did 10-10, right? Yes. Yeah, and yes. it's timely that next week, Andreas is coming on to talk Yay. about German pronouns. Yay. And it'll be... Let's just keep that right on top. We love you, Andreas. Yes. Um, Bring your husband. He's a, he's a cutie. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I um, haven't met Andy's husband yet. Uh, just, I see them. I see him through Instagram. He's really cute and takes pictures nice. of him all the time. <laughs> I want to meet him so I can embarrass Andy. I want to yeah. be like, your husband is wonderful. He's the <laughs> nicest man. <laughs> yeah, isn't it weird how that's embarrassing when someone, like your significant other, and you're talking, <laughs> my dad and my partner will talk to each other all the time, and I'm just like... I'm right here. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. And you stop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you know how to take it. for the first time. You keep going off about, oh, where's your better half, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to, this is October is a lot of things. October is LGB History Month, Breast Cancer Month, Domestic Violence Month. Disability Awareness Month. Disability Awareness Isn't Month. Isn't it also one Depression Awareness Month? Yeah. Yes. 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 There's a lot, so a lot of, of things, things that go hand in hand. That are going on, but... Um, yeah, today was National Coming Out Day. Yay. Yay. Um, we should also mention that there are um, a couple things happening in the news. Um, so the uh, first is the Supreme Court heard arguments, um, I believe, two days ago um, that will decide the rights of LGBT people um, and... That is extremely important, and we won't know the decision until probably June or July. Yes, that was actually going to be my rant for today. Not that we know anything about the decision, but I have a couple of um, semantic things I'd like to talk about right. because there's a lot of skirting around. We'll get there. We'll the, break the it down. The wording behind how yeah. they're handling the, the it's, it's court fun. case. It's yeah, we'll talk disturbing. about it. Um, the other thing is tonight, as we speak... There is a CNN town hall um, of the Democratic presidential candidates. Um, nine of them 
I believe, will be talking about um, their plans for LGBT rights if they become president. Now, I do have a question, um, and we'll just have a moment of silence if no one knows. How many Democratic um, folks are running for office as of today? Do we know? If it's not 20, it's just under 20. Really? I thought we came down from those numbers to double digits. We there or, a or couple did people did drop or out. Something. They started at like 70? I think we were at like 23. And then like four people dropped out. Huh. Okay. All right. Okay. Also, I'm sorry. I guess I I hope I'm not getting a cold. I feel like I am. So if I'm like Nail really stuffy, could also Nail be allergies. But I kind of feel like I'm getting sick too. So. Yeah, I don't know. No, I really don't get want sick, to sorry, get guys. sick. So now they both are telling me, and I'm in the corner. All the germs <laughs> are coming this way. Please, <laughs> I don't no, want no, to get no, sick. No, no, it's the people after us using these mics. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think just it's just the weather. You know, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that but, sounds yeah. much It's better. just like what well, it was. Ninety-two days ago, and then it was forty-four this morning. It just dropped so fast. Yes. I left the other day. The only gym I do is the pool. And I left the other day because it was nice one day. And I left the house at 530 in the morning to go to the gym with flip-flops on and a sleeveless dress. <sighs> it was cold. Oh, yeah. With absolutely cold. Oh, yeah. I came out of the gym because I was just <laughs> in the water. My pores are open, so it was definitely cold. Oh, my God. So we are going to and So I'm going to go back and circle back to our guests for a minute. They are from Trans Miners Rights. And we're going to talk about their organization and talk to them a little bit more. They're, they're not just here because they, you know, they think we're groovy people and hang out. Although they do like Wait, us that not? way. I feel betrayed. No, yeah. I do love talking to you guys. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, so I saw you guys on Instagram mm-hmm. and realized, oh my god, they're kind of local. And then you guys are at Lancaster, and that's the same thing. It's local. Yeah, I and mean, then, we're based out of PA, the whole, yeah, the PA. missions, Pennsylvania. Yes, so, yes. so um, as we started talking, realized that we met each other a couple years ago at the Trans Health Fair. Yeah, yeah. And I think I was looking at something and found a picture of, I found on your site a picture of my business card. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I recently found something else with your a picture of you or a business card. So we've known each other and been communicating and didn't realize it. So we're just yeah, yeah. one big happy family here. I had that was back when um, I had Trans Miners Justice and it was just me. And I had a Facebook page and I think an Instagram and I had no idea how to even use Twitter. It uh-huh. was like three years ago. And uh, it was just me starting out with my little petition walking around alone. Like to different pride events, trying to get the word out. And yeah, I went to the Philly Trans Wellness Conference and was trying to find information that I could share online with people that I knew and get people to sign the petition. Was was that your first time there? Yes. Yeah. That was. I've only been there twice now. This past year was only my second time. Right. And I think Griffin, you were there this year. Yes, I've gone this year and last year. Right. When I met you, that was my first time there. I sit on the board of Women Against Abuse. I'm a survivor advocate for women for domestic violence, and I was there representing Women Against Abuse that year. So that was three years ago. That's cool. Yeah, I think it was three years ago. It was twenty twenty fifteen or sixteen, probably twenty sixteen. Yeah, it was it was about then. Yeah. And and for people who are not sure what we're talking about, this is the Philadelphia Trans Wellness Conference. The largest um, in the country, correct? I think it's the largest of its kind in the world. Yes, there you go. If yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes, largest could be or mistaken. only or something, but it definitely has a um it's it's a big deal. It's very nice. Yes. If well, you haven't gone, you should consider going. Yeah. I was there and tabling. it's free. Yeah, it's free. Sign and up online. I was totally It'll overwhelmed. It'll be next July probably. Yeah, of the size and the scope and just everything that was there. It was yeah. just amazing. And I go to these things sometimes representing women against abuse and not knowing I'm walking into. And I was just like, whoa, this is just amazing. Yeah, we went to a couple of panels this year and it was really great to see. Um, there were a couple of panels surrounded around transgender youth specifically and uh you know medically uh, doctors speaking about how they tackle issues surrounding transgender youth and then uh one panel where we actually got to talk to uh transgender boys and they were talking about uh packers and all the different things that they use to get through their dysphoria up till they're adults and they can actually go through the surgeries and all of that Wow. So we're going to come back to that because that just left a whole bunch of questions. For yeah, me. yeah. Sorry. So we're, that's okay. No, that's okay. It's good. It, it gets our audience listening, paying attention. No, curious. Okay. 
I'm not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I am. I am. Of course. So, but so tonight the <laughs> sorry. Um, what's happening at seven o'clock? What started at seven? The CNN town hall. I know. It's like why is CNN stepping all over us? They know we come on at seven o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're they're, they're our they're biggest competitor. I know. CNN. I know. And, and we're their biggest competitor. Right. Exactly. So they came in at seven o'clock specifically um, to step on us. Yes. Uh, all things considered. Yes. You might want to check it out um, if you're listening. Um, but so every half an hour, there's going to be a different presidential That's candidate right. speaking. I did see that it went on it's for not a, a number it, of hours. Yeah, it's like hours. It's not a debate format. So they're not all going to be on stage at once. It's going to be one at a time. And they're going to talk about specific issues. So we have is a follow a, up on that. Is it like a Q&A format or is it just them talking yes. for half an hour it's, or a prepared speech I believe kind it's a, of thing? I it's, believe it's a Q&A It's format. a Q&A and each segment has a different person right. that's each asking, half an hour. Each yeah. half an hour has. And so what's what's his name? Um, so the different anchors. Oh, I don't know the anchors. Um, well, what's the guy? It's Gloria Vanderbilt's son. I, I don't know so anchors. You know, <laughs> I'm so bad words, with... And it's gonna, Anderson Cooper? Yes. Oh, really? So he's <laughs> he's interviewing a couple of people. And <laughs> the Legolas of cable TV. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? As Stephen um, Colbert once described him. There That's are pretty... other folks like Anderson. What's his name again? Uh, Anderson Cooper. And, and I love Anderson Cooper. I'm sorry, Anderson, but this is what happened when you guys kind of, you know, step all over us 7 o'clock that was show. But... A.K.A. the Gray Fox. Yes. Um, <laughs> the Gray <laughs> he's, in, he's interviewing a couple of people. Like, I kind of browsed over e- e- earlier, so there's other people like himself that are, I'm not even sure they're all in the news, but they're known members of the LGBTQ community that are kind of hosting the Q&A. That's really cool. Yeah. So when it goes on for hours, because I think I saw like 7 to 11 or midnight or right. something, and I'm like, whoa, that's a long time. So, so we definitely should make a note to, yes, to one, do a recap next week. Yes. So one of the articles that I saw was um, uh, basically um, members of like organizations that are fighting for trans rights. Um, this is So this is really like a groundbreaking sort of, thing the the fact that there is a televised lgbt issue thing at all is something that was like inconceivable 10 years ago um, inconceivable every time i hear that word i'm sorry yes um but but um <laughs> the uh what they're talking about as far as what i last saw was um several of the candidates a lot of the candidates have mentioned how um, trans women of color are um, exposed to an extraordinary amount of violence um, yeah. and that that really needs to be solved. But what I think they're looking for tonight is how. How is each candidate going to try to solve this? There we go. That's the important question. Right. Nothing bothers me more when someone's like, I'm going to do this. Right. This is like, a problem. How? They're like, I'm just right. going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tonight... Hopefully, we'll hear some possible solutions. That's good. Um, If we want to talk statistics, I think the 20th transgender woman was just found. Yes. And uh, I believe at least 18 out of those 20 were black women. Yeah. Yes. And that's in 2019, correct? That's this year, yes. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Disproportionate amount of violence towards uh, POC trans women. So I love how we're flowing tonight. So Griffin, we were going to, was, was that our why pronouns matter? And then we just kind of, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was why pronouns matter. And we do that because pronouns matter. It's prob- yeah. I mean, it's probably, uh, I, we're probably going to end up talking more about trans issues in general. Today. Than yeah. Mine has necessarily to pronouns. Mm-hmm. Yes. At least that's kind of what I'd like to say. Oh, can I interject something? Absolutely. So I was having a conversation with my grandmother uh, when I saw her. And we were talking about my cousin just came out as trans. Okay. And we were talking about how we were worried about, uh, I think I'm not in touch with like half my family, but I think his dad, or I think, um, I think the uncle, no, wait, (laughs) I'm getting this messed up. Anyways, we're having a conversation about how the parent would react, not... My aunt, because she's super cool. Amy, you're great. Um, But how the father was going to react. So she's got 
Parkinson's and she's got Alzheimer's. So she's a little bit like shaky on remembering certain right. words. Right. And when we we're having a conversation about it, instead of saying transitioning, she said, and I really loved this, transcending. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's cute. That's yeah. a really cute mistake because yeah. yeah. it makes me think of like, you know, going to your higher self. Right, right, right. So instead of saying transitioning, she yeah. said transcending. And I was just like, I've, that's, I've heard, that's really cute. I've seen like, I've seen, like <laughs> things of adorable. people accidentally saying like transforming, yeah. which is really funny because you just imagine transformers. Like transformers, like, yeah. I just thought that was kind of cute. I wish was it was very that positive. Easy. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just a positive, like it was a, it was nice to hear a mistake that was like kind of in a positive way because transcending is a very positive right. term. Yeah. That's actually really like, sweet. like, oh, grandma, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I use the term gender euphoria sometimes, you know, when you're yeah. just feeling really good about yourself. Yeah. I've seen yeah. that. I've seen that mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. So that just leads us. Thank you very much, Griffin. Right. into trans <laughs> minors. Right. And that's a mouthful. I know. There's uh, so many S's. It yes, starts to kind of yes, slur together. I have, have to go slow and go. We all train. voted on that. So yes. that was a group effort in making that tongue twister. You're yeah. welcome. You know, yeah. I, was, I was tagging you guys on Instagram when I was putting it up in my story. And I noticed that the abbreviation was, you know, T. T.M. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm bad with this thing. But there was yeah. like five. Four letters after that. What is what are yeah, they? Yeah, it's DMR execs because I couldn't find anything oh, else God. that worked <laughs> across part all of the platforms, it. and I wanted it to be consistent. Right. So yeah. we might huh. rework that at some point because it sounds very, you know, executive. It's yeah, it's very right. corporate. I, right. So. so when I recognize it, it's always the execs acting. <laughs> yeah, and that was yeah. my question. So it's. We tried like TMR team and TMR org and all that stuff, but that one was taken on Twitter and then this one was taken on Instagram. So yeah, yeah and you have to kind of watch how they spell out when you're doing the. Um, we did that last week. Griffin was saying something. I'm like, yep, careful there, careful what you're putting out there. Yeah. Write it wait, down wait, first. Wait, wait, what? I think you were saying, you know, I'm the editor and I'm this and I'm a student. You were just throwing out random words and I'm going, watch how you're putting that there. Let's see how that looks in print first. Well, oh. was the um. Uh, was the my brain is not working today? Were the letters that came together for, like inappropriate? For, no, but I was. Oh, I'm oh. careful. I, so yeah, I was not at all looking right. to abbreviate anything. Right. What I, meant. I love like, how Renee's so. first assumption is that I'm trying to like. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Okay, I just this can possibly go bad because if you just keep throwing these words and then you go, you know, you just called yourself a you know let's <laughs> FM let's just call you a knucklehead or a JA mm-hmm. or whatever you know so. <laughs> Um, so. I used to work in advertising, and one of the uh, companies that we advertised for was F.C. Kerbeck. Uh-huh. But when you put it all together <laughs> in an email, it didn't sound great yeah. talking through oh, it I real fast. That. Yeah. Right, right. So that's what <laughs> so I was funny thinking about. Let's go careful here, especially with just coming up with some letters. Um, so what does... TR exec stand for? TMR, so trans minors rights. And then execs it was just to say, like, it's our exec board. That's the way that you can communicate with us. Okay. So this, it sort of connects to a statistic that I uh, found, was told about at the, at the trans wellness conference. Um, there was a UCLA study done, I think, locally in, I think, California. Um, and as, so they did a survey of youth age seven to 17 and they found that of all the youth that reported in for this, um, that 28% identified as some kind of gender nonconforming. And that is a lot of people. Yeah. Um, that's like almost a third and that's it's an that's an to me at least that's like an incredible generational shift yeah i Um, think um since people have been talking about it a lot more and more people are exploring it so they feel like they're free to identify with whatever gender feels more comfortable rather than just accepting what they were told they are right right that um you know if you give children the option to try something else that they'll probably try it because exactly. it's because it's you know you get to try new things yeah and they're you know children are always looking out to learn new things and have new experiences that's how people learn as you learn through experience and right. i don't think that it's a bad thing for 
youth to explore their gender, I think it's the best time to do yeah. it because no, I'm the rest actually of your envious. Peers yeah. Are, yeah, the rest of your peers are all experiencing the same thing. You're all trying to figure out where you fit in this big crazy world, you know. So you've you've got no judgment when you're like right, five, right. six years old. There's yep. no preconceived notions. So yep. I I have to figure this stuff out now, and I'm like I'm in my twenties now, and I'm like uh like, and so there's a lot more like I guess kind of um like kind of peer pressure maybe like this kind of um where people are more judgmental right yeah there's yeah. a lot more like sort of oh well you weren't this way the other day and it's like well it weren't, it's not the other day anymore you know mm-hmm. like i've what if i feel different today and right. there's it's a kind process of, which right is the, yeah. there's the... less allowance in the adult world for people to change dramatically i think people see things as black and white as they get older sometimes it they want more concrete ideas because that's where their comfort zone is it's in black and white right and there's so much hate in the world today man it just drives me bonkers right you know there's so much um people get really irritated over the slightest inconvenience well, to you know, them and, and as I well. Think a lot like of that the, is coming oh, from, yes. from, from our administration right now. You know, it's kind of like, let's bring back all those things that we just spent all this time saying were inappropriate. And people are right. so ready to like stick to their guns for lack of a better word. Right. But, uh, you know, like they're not open to conversation. They're trying to say, this is what I believe and I'm going to stick believing it because it's what I've been told by the people around me rather than, mm-hmm opening up your mind to having conversations with people who think differently than you and trying to talk about it. And Griffin, uh, your comment about people being irritated by slight inconveniences. A good example of this um, was when I was in Harrisburg, there was a lot, because Harrisburg is a capital of PA for some reason. And <laughs> for reasons like that a baffle lot. us all. <laughs> there was, I live there. It's not... Eh. I've worked there, yeah, for yeah. Bit, last year and a half. Now. And I know it's because of the Capitol building, but it's it's not it's an interesting city. Anyways, um, so there's a lot of protests and there's a lot of on both sides going on there, like right. all the time. Right. And um, when I was marching with Black Lives Matter a, a couple of times in the city, one of the times we had a smaller group, or I think maybe it waned off towards the evening, and we at the end were doing something where we blocked. We we walked across a road and blocked the traffic on a four lane inner city, so it wasn't like sixty miles an hour, but right. four lane highway right. that was in an intersection where they could just turn left or right and exit where we were. But people were losing their minds. One of them actually uh, went forward and was like trying to push some of the people out of the way with their car. Wow! Yeah. So like driving forward into people. Right. And people were like screaming at us and we're like, what is your deal? It's like, well, you have places to be. It's a, it was like a Saturday, Friday night or something. You guys are blocking all the traffic. We want to get over. We want blah, blah. And I'm like, why wouldn't you just go around? Right. Like they were more angry about the fact right. that they were getting detoured. Right. How, uh, how one dare turn. you face me yeah. with something that I didn't have to think about? And they couldn't care less about the thing they were talking about. This is during, I want to say this is almost, I want to say this is uh, during the Philandro Castile, uh, Castile, Right. Uh, right after that murder or, or Eric Garner. I can't remember which yeah. one this I've, protest was. I've, I've heard stories of like protesters for various things, whether it's like the climate march or for mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. or whatever. Like they'll even to counter that, they'll block the street during a red light. Mm-hmm. And then when it turns to green, they'll they'll part. Yeah. But they still get that fury. We were doing that at first, but then people were... <laughs> But then people were still being rude about it, so we're just like, oh, we're just going to block it. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that, that even trying to be considerate, it's like, how yeah. dare you even be in front like, of again, my eyes Again, it was a road right where they now. could have easily yeah. turned off and yeah. just gone around, but they were so angry that, like, how dare we inter- right. intercept, it's like, how dare we interrupt this five yeah. minutes of their night to to bring them such a unimportant you know, right, right, right. concept wow, it really is just five minutes. I was in San Francisco mm-hmm. once and a protest just popped up out of nowhere. I didn't even see these people come out of the woodworks. They oh, just yeah. came and started protesting <laughs> in the street and then they were gone. Yeah. And it was so quick. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, I'm used to, it's like you kind of get a heads up where I listen to the news and you know, there's going to be something, especially in Philly. 
avoid this area, go around, or I'll turn on KYW that tells me, you know, that there's a road blockage or something. But mm-hmm. um, I remember going through, people are just angry right now, but I remember going through protests and folks would beep their horn in, you know, solidarity, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. right. you know, right on with that or whatever. So it's it still amazing happens, how angry but people probably are. not as much. Yeah. Oh, speaking of beeping horns, um, I went to the Gettysburg Pride, and it's not it's not a lot of tables. It's more like just a march. Mm-hmm. And so we were marching up and down the streets, and there were so many people honking their horns in confirmation, in solidarity. Yeah. It was amazing. That's awesome. Aww. Just every yeah. third or fifth car, people right. were honking and, like, waving yes. out the windows. It was yes. great to see. Yeah, That's it amazing. Is. Yeah. And it's like, this is America. No one's being violent around you. It's something that happens. Yeah. Um, and you go, it's an inconvenience, but it happens. Yeah, um, my alma mater, Millersville University, has a whole coming out week going mm-hmm. on right now. And uh, I got an email alert this morning uh, warning that there was a protester on campus. And this has happened at almost every LGBT event on that right. campus. There's either a group or a single person that comes and tries <laughs> to advocate person. against it. Right. Yeah, yeah. F- for a while at the Community College of Philadelphia, there were a, there was a group of evangelical protesters um for whatever reason they were just there (laughs) to be there because they knew it would irritate people yes and so for a couple for a couple weeks it got people really angry but then people just started ignoring them Mm -hmm. and then they got really sad (laughs) there's a group in west philly that's doing that um they're a really small group but it's probably the same people uh, probably a lot of people were pointing out that it seemed like so be careful during these instances because maybe your first instinct is to like tell them why they're wrong because they are Right. Or tell them why they're being harmful. But a lot of the time, some of these people are trying to... Because these, these ones have a camera up all the time. Right, right. Yes, And exactly. they're trying to get reactions out right. of people and trying to get someone to become violent or Right, because then they can sue. So they and that's can how sue they make money. or blast yeah. them on social media and go, there's this tiny clip of someone attacking me. Look how violent they are. Right. Yeah. Um, I went to Penn State and they actually have a full-time protester there. He's called the Willard Preacher and he'll just go and stand outside the Willard building and he protests wow. for eight hours a day, every single day, like five, Monday through Friday. Right. Right. So we are going to flip the topic back around just so that we can find out more. I know we started talking about it, then we just went to a whole nother, I uh, went to a oh, whole yeah. Going real way. free form. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's kind of always this way. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So we're going to take it back to, so tell us and tell our listeners trans minors rights. Yes. If you had to put it to, you're talking to my three-year-old grandson. <laughs> um, my sweet little <laughs> grandma. Yes, oh explain grandma. it as you would explain it to a child. Yes, just the simplest way. So that way, because sometimes right. we have people listening that are their allies or they don't know. So I always like to start at the you know talk to me like I'm a first grader or a five year old. Right. Mm. Um, yeah, it makes level sense. up. You know, yeah. level up to yeah. the, the understanding. I just lost my necklace, but okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, so our mission currently is we have a petition on our website. Uh, if you go to transminersrights.org, on the front page of the website, there's a petition there. And the main purpose of the petition is to alter an already existing law in Pennsylvania. And that law currently states that minors who are age 14 and up can access birth control without requiring the consent of a parent. And puberty blockers, which are a very similar hormonal treatment to birth control, they kind of do what it sounds like they do. They block puberty for as long as you're taking them. They're very similar in that they don't make any changes to your body. Everything goes back to normal functioning once you stop. So we believe that puberty blockers should be covered under the same law as birth control. So a minor who's experiencing gender dysphoria could get a prescription for puberty blockers from their doctor without requiring the knowledge or consent of a parent. It would be confidential between them. Right. 14 and up, did I say that? Right. Sorry. (laughs) Right. I didn't even realize that. um, So... A preteen can access birth control at what age? Age 14. In Pennsylvania, um, the Minors Consent Act is determined to be uh, to cover children age 14 and up, but in other states, it's actually age 12. Oh, wow. Uh, So we're we're advocating for 14 in Pennsylvania right now. 
And we've gotten feedback on both sides that it's too young because how would they know at that age, but also that it's too old because they would have mostly finished puberty by that point. Um, And we understand the argument on both sides. But again, since it's already the birth control law is 14, we figured that that would be a good starting point for us at least. And and, and what kind of birth control? It's any kind of birth control. You can get the shot. You can get the pill. You can the get things the that IUD. Actually can, that you can get an actually IUD change. In yeah, I believe God. so. Ouch. Yeah, and you know, at twelve, <laughs> you know, when you think about twelve and fourteen, you might go that's young, but um, as an advocate of domestic violence, that's when the education starts. Yeah. Right. Verizon gave. Verizon Wireless gave. And and also there there are people that there are people that need um, birth control for medical reasons. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Endometriosis, right, right, MDD. Right. Where it's 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 necessary because mm-hmm. it's like otherwise yeah. you're in a lot of pain. Plus, right. I don't think twelve is too no because young because I hit puberty when I was twelve. Right. So I mean, I think a lot of people do. I don't think that... exactly. And some people even younger. It's yeah. like between the ages of eight and ten, some people right. start puberty and they they need these treatments because it's just unbearable for some of them. Right. So I'm I'm hearing I asked about the age because this is not just condoms. These are birth control pills. And I know that birth control pills are not the safest thing. Yeah. Ours is uh, the puberty blockers specifically. Right. right. So, no, but I'm just yeah. I'm thinking about. So when it's like kids can access birth control, we're not just condoms. We're talking about mm-hmm. drugs. Yeah. It's not a, drugs, it's a right. treatment. It's, yeah. It's a, you know, it's a prescription drug that interferes with hormones it, it mm. affects affects our hormones how about that? honestly the birth, birth control, control worries me more than the the blockers right because there's at least as far as like iud's and i want to say the depot shot there's been a lot of there's been a lot of stuff going around about people having really adverse reactions specifically to those two just because of their their physical applications yes i had an iud decades ago daughter's 32 and before she was born maybe a year before it kind of left where it was supposed to be. Yeah, that's, that's one of the issues. In the mm-hmm. ER, yeah. 30% scar tissue in my your ovaries. Uterus, yeah. Um, yeah. Which means it cut back on my ability to have children by 30%. Right. So it's I, I just wanted to make the point that birth control does have hormones. It affects yeah. your, your, your right. hormones. So you, that was just my point that right. the blockers, you can't say, oh, well, that's going to affect their hormones. The birth control pill is doing the same yeah, thing. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. If you support exactly. birth control, you should right. be supporting yeah. something. Right. And, yeah. the, and the important thing is that with both things, if you stop them, your hormones go back to what they were before. Exactly. Right. And there are medical concerns. You know, one of the big questions that we always get is, you know, like, is this safe or can a minor really make this decision on their own? But the thing is, they're not on their own. They're making the decision with their doctor. That's right. why we're pushing for this, because we want them to be able to speak confidentially with their doctors and not get street drugs or right. sharing with friends or something like that. And the same 13-year-old and 12-year-old do not have to have consent of their parents to go have sex. Yeah, they, they'll do it anyway. Right. So, so I know I was careful. pregnant at 15. Pregnant at 15. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the blockers. Tell us what the blockers do. Uh, so it essentially just puts a pause on puberty. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a little part in your brain that triggers puberty and it suppresses the uh, secretion of that hormone from your brain. Um, and it just stops, you know, the development of breast tissue for biological females. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll stop or at least slow your period. And then for males, you know, the uh, body hair won't grow as much and that kind of stuff. Right. And then answer my next question kind of, I mean, it seems obvious what it's going to do. Yeah, it's um, relatively straightforward. You know, right. you, the puberty stops where it's at, sometimes regresses a little bit and mm-hmm. won't move forward until you stop taking it. Or if you decide to go through with uh, hormone replacements to transition your gender, then uh, you'll go through that puberty. This wow. I was going to ask if you, if um, someone who is taking the blocker then would want to um, use hormones to transition would they be use it at the same time or would they stop one and start the other uh yeah i think there's a little bit of a for lack of a better word transition between both uh you would be taking the blockers for a little bit while taking the um the other hormone and uh at least in the case of transgender women a lot of the time if you still have your genitals you haven't had bottom surgery it's easier if you're taking the puberty blockers and the hormones at the same time because the hormones don't stop the secretion of 
testosterone, but the puberty blockers do. So mm -hmm. until you get that bottom surgery where your testicles then aren't producing as much testosterone, then it's easier to take the blockers. So at what age can you get the bottom surgery? Uh, to have surgery, I believe you have to be 18 or maybe have parental consent if you're younger. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I do remember, because um, I'm the most senior in the room, um, I do remember decades ago um, hearing, and you know, you didn't hear that much talk. It definitely wasn't the internet back then. Um, so I'm really dating myself. But I remember saying that there was a lot of psychological testing that needed to be done before you had... Um, bottom surgery is that am I am I really dating myself? Yeah, um, most most of the time, most doctors will suggest that you get um, psychological treatment, but mm -hmm. obviously affirming psychological treatment. And yes, I, yes, yeah, yes, and I, exactly. I agree with that. I think it's best to talk through exactly what you want to do with your transition because mm -hmm. there can be some. Uh, some pressure to go one way or another, right. you know, and some transgender people don't even want bottom surgery or top surgery or mm -hmm. what have you. And some people don't understand the different fertility options that they have. So I hmm. think it's best to talk to, you know, medical doctors and psychological doctors right. as much as you can before you make those important medical decisions. Right. I think right. for any and, kind of, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just, I was just going to say, and, and for a lot of people, because, you know, um, there's just only so much information out there. Like, you know, if you're a young person, you might not know what your options are. And so talking mm -hmm. to doctors about, about this stuff will be like, oh, so here you, you could do this or you could do this. Mm -hmm. There are options. And so the, the ability to do that, I think, would be very valuable to people. That, right. I think doctors oh, yeah. really need to get... Um, there's a lot of... I've been, I've been to a lot of doctors in general for a lot of different things and even with like birth control or things like uh women's health or I've heard men's health like a lot of doctors are really they're not all on the same page with a lot of this stuff and that's one of the really dangerous parts because you can go to one doctor and they're going to give you good information but you might go to another doctor who's biased and they're not going to give you as good of information like say like telling you that uh an IUD is completely safe for you right. and having it backfire and realizing you can't trust them because they might be like in my case when I had one uh some of these doctors do get paid to push certain right birth right. control methods right. and sometimes and like unfortunately in my case they will push it over your your health or your hesitations right right so when you do have an adverse reaction they'll say oh well it wasn't this Right. Well, it definitely it's, wasn't that. There's yeah. no way it was that. And, and and I'm definitely a feminist from long 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 time ago. Um and it's important to make sure that I'm always seeing a feminist, um, feminist care gynecologist yeah. for all of my healthcare needs because I just don't need your other opinions. Yeah, some, some doctors right. really aren't educated, specifically on transgender youth mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. I actually, uh, we had someone harassing us on our Facebook page once where mm -hmm. she posted this YouTube video on like three or four different posts. She also gave us a one-star review. Please go to Trans Minors Rights on Facebook and give us <laughs> give us some good reviews. Oh uh, yeah, so she posted this video and it was an actual endocrinologist talking about how transgender people all have autism and people with autism what? don't have the oh. like mental capacity to comprehend what gender is it was a 20 minute Jesus. video of him basically saying that all trans people are mentally ill and he just and yeah and this well, is someone who works with children there's layers to that too yeah it's like not only not only are you bigoted against trans people you're also bigoted against autistic people. yeah right and he just yeah. doesn't what? understand either community and it's obvious he just didn't have the education on either of those things like his education didn't focus on telling him about the issues of minority communities right you know and i was just going to bring that up as an african-american decades ago it was just african-americans did not have the same intellectual capacity they couldn't do yeah. this they were so i mean i think whenever right. you take any kind of um racist homophobic and it kind of hate, you know, you kind of believe your own hype and, you know, you get other folks hyped up in it. So tell me, how many signatures do you need on your petition? Uh, we have about 1,500 right now, I believe. Mm -hmm. And we need over 3,800 by my math. Uh, we, on the whitehouse.gov website, if you start a petition there, 
you need 100,000 for wow. the whole country. Mm-hmm. So scaling it down to Pennsylvania was like 3880 something. Okay. Uh so we're we're a little more than a third of the way there now, okay. I believe. And is there a time frame for when you need to get that done? Uh not really. We just wanted to get as much as many signatures as we could before we actually start showing it to Congress and saying, "Hey, this is something Pennsylvanians want. This is something people believe in." Okay. Most important question of the night. You ready? It's bigger than gas cube. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Are you ready? Bigger than gas cube. You ready? I Bring just got on. everyone's attention. Where do they go and sign the petition? Mm. Uh, where do they sign? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a... <laughs> sorry, I, could, I didn't understand you for a second. Uh, yeah, transminersrights.org, the, the front page has a link over to change.org. So it's an online petition. And you can sign there and uh, share it on Facebook, Twitter, whatever social you have. Forward it to your friends. It really helps us get a lot more signatures. Yes. Um, I want to make sure we have it on our website. Yeah, um, I was going to say I'll share it to my pages yes, too. Yes. You know, make sure we, we share it there um, on our Facebook and our Twitter and Instagram. All those socials. Affiliated. Affiliated. All of those platforms. things. Um, yes. And then uh, it's going to ask you something else. So what happens after you get the 3,800? Um, so we actually just started connecting with um, people who have connections in the government. We are connected with now the Psychological Association at Millersville, or at least the branch oh, wow. at Millersville. Okay. And they're involved in Advocacy Day, which is where they go to the Capitol. I think it was in March. And uh, they bring bills to their attention to our representatives attention that are either pre-existing or in our case an all new one uh so we're actually talking with them right now about hey this is something that we've got going on and we'd really like you to present it on our behalf so if we could get as many signatures as we could before march before advocacy day happens that would actually be even better but there's no definitive end date it's just something we're going to keep working toward till okay. it happens well we definitely need to make sure we get you connected with henry cyrus um, who's been yeah, on I have on suggestions petition. too for yes. places you could get. Yes, please People do. You I, could contact. Yes, yes. yes, I will. I would love to build up my contact list. Yeah. Right. So we have Henry Cyrus has been on our show. He was the first trans man to run for common police court in this past May. Oh wow. Um, he's an attorney. Um, Henry Heath Davis teaches oh, at Temple. Um, and he's written a couple of books on. Um, transgender gender society mm-hmm. just the whole bit so we'll definitely get you those those contacts yeah i'm always looking up more documentation to read too because we have a lot of resources on our website too yes. you know frequently asked questions and answers to those questions with different uh you know annotations pointing to studies that i've read and uh, also resources for transgender youth if there's anyone out there uh we have a one page that just says i think it says resources for youth um, or youth resources on our page and it's all different like the trevor project different places you can call and support mm-hmm. groups that you can be a part of like yes. planned parenthood support groups yes fabulous so trans minors rights yes transminersrights.org. i hope i kept saying dot org yeah. before dot um, <laughs> org um, make sure you follow them connect with them support them sign the signature sign it. um Sign the signature. Sign the petition. Sign the signature. Sign, Sign that petition. signature. Um, you guys are always welcome back if you come through Philly. Hey, Renee, we're oh, going to be Philly. You. We just kind of want to come mm-hmm. hang out in the studio with you guys. Um, yeah, we're based out of Lancaster, so we're mostly around there. But, you know, oh. we travel to different cities. Yeah, come talk to us. We'd love to talk to some people. Yeah, Ooh. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're going to move it on because we're coming to the top of the hour. Um, oh man! Yeah, it always flies. I know. We're going to bring up uh, Fox, who has some political cues. I'll make it quick. We mentioned it earlier. The Supreme Court is hearing a case uh, regarding LGBTQ rights. Two men were fired for coming out as gay at their job, and one trans woman was fired for coming out as trans at her job. And the case obviously is about discrimination. What the basic uh, defense and and prosecution are fighting against is whether or not they can consider. So the only law right now that that they can call upon to to win this case is the Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which which bans discrimination on the basis of sex. They're saying that hey, 
this is still technically discrimination of sex. So they can't, unfortunately, if everything were amazing in this country, we could just say discrimination against sexual orientation is illegal. But unfortunately, currently it is not. And gender identity as well. And gender identity. It is not. Um, So what they are up against is having to prove that these cases were discrimination on the basis of sex, which is hard to do because the the opposing side is definitely going to use all their power to say, well, this is all gender identity and sexual orientation and we cannot say that as discrimination of sex. Now, one thing I did hear that was good on on, on our side was that, hey, well, if this was, so the person... Uh, I believe he was a pair. The one, the one guy was a parachuter instructor and to make his female customer more comfortable, he said, don't worry, I'm gay. Since you have to be really close to your instructor, if you're parachuting attached to somebody and, uh, for obvious reasons, a lot of women would be very uncomfortable being that close to a strange man. So he did it, uh, to make her. He, he came out with his identity to make her feel more comfortable and he got fired for that. And what the defense is trying to say is if that were a woman saying, oh, it's okay, I like men, that wouldn't be illegal. So because he was a man interesting, and said that, that that's basically what, the, what they're trying to do to try to work around this law to try to say like this was still illegal because if that was a woman saying that, like, oh, I don't like women, I like men, you can be comfortable, then that wouldn't have been illegal and that that person wouldn't have been fired. Uh, also, I believe on the whitehouse.gov website, uh, that particular article that you mentioned, during the Obama administration, it was edited to say not just sex, but sex and gender. And then in the last couple of years, it was actually reverted back Oops. to the original mm-hmm. uh, phrasing to just right. include sex and not gender. Yeah, yeah so what- the Constitution is getting ping-ponged around at this point. Right. Yeah. One of the one of the things that I heard, whether it's true or not, I don't know. One of the things that I heard that um, people are saying that this kind of discrimination is legal, are trying to argue, is that... Um, no, it's okay to dis- to discriminate in this way mm-hmm. as long as we discriminate equally amongst the sexes. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. we punish lesbians as equally we punish gay men, and you know, we, yeah, yes, to which hear is that. just I was, wonderful. I was a little distracted on the board, and then I was just like, "It's okay to do what?" Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. So uh, what they're trying to argue is that under the current law, anyway, it's um, okay to discriminate against. Uh, sexual orientation and gender identity as long as it's split equally amongst the sexes. I can't even. And that's another, someone else, uh, there's another quote, I don't know who said it, but some, you know, one of the other ideologies behind this was, oh, well, you know, it's always been legal to discriminate uh, someone based on sexual orientation. So, you know, it's always been this way, which I forget who said it, but someone once said like the most dangerous mindset someone can have is we've always done it this way yeah that's true so we're going to keep doing it this way and that's very relevant in this case like just because it's always been done that way doesn't mean it's right yeah like just because it's legal doesn't mean it's moral and just because it's illegal doesn't mean it's immoral those aren't the same which is is a great segue into gas cue because just because it's legal or just because you can think it does not mean it's okay to ask it. Oh, boy. That's um, a great lead up. To yes. Speech does not mean speech without consequence. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, we will make fun of you for your dumb questions. Yes. Gas uh, cues. So I think every LGBT member, every member of the LGBT community has been asked some bizarre question that if I were a straight person or a non-gay person, you wouldn't ask these questions. I love um, it. I love it when we flip them too. It's the best. Or, part. Oh yes, yeah, sometimes I, I, I had the conversation of the last question. Well. Yes, and I was with straight friends, and I, I asked them that question. Yeah. And they were like, "I don't know how to answer." I'm like, "Yeah, it's weird, yeah. isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> so, in honor of coming out day, um, here's the gas cue. So, gas cue is gay answers to straight questions because we've been asked those questions. Um, so, the goal is to combat ignorance. Because ignorance just means you don't know, but then sometimes you know there's ignorance too. So that's what we're, so we're doing both. Um, we're going to answer your question. Um, yeah, because I've been asked totally innocently by allies these yes. kinds of questions, yeah. and yeah. I just right, have right. to laugh. Yeah. And it's I'm not like, always ill intention. Yeah, yeah. Like yes. it's not your yes. fault. So yeah, so it's, it's both. But that's we want to so make offensive. sure that um, that you know. So um, here's the question: 
When you came out, did you lose your family, friends, and loved ones? Oh, it's a really mm. serious question. Yeah, that <laughs> is a really serious funny. question, and we yeah. have about two minutes. That's actually a sad one, and that I don't it think happens. I don't think that's. I mean, depending on the context, I guess that's not a terrible question it's as long as they're, they're okay being asked that but yeah. that's but, but that's not personal. something you should go around asking like willy-nilly right because sometimes people have serious ptsd from right. the repercussions yeah, of coming right. out but it right. really depends and, and it's well. not something that you can just kind of ask on the fly maybe right. on the bus um someplace public right um, that answer is going to be different probably for almost every single person who's asked right. that so right that's um, not yeah. necessarily so, so I think that's a great point though griffin i think it's to say that it's going to be different for every person. So it's not just a, here's the LGBT unified answer. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm generally very open about my story. Like, my mother in particular was not very open for, <laughs> since we only have two minutes, I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that right now. But I've, I've been very open about it, and I don't mind talking about that part of my life with people. But, uh, you know, it is a very personal question, at least right off the bat, if you just met somebody like, right. oh, how did yeah. your family react? You right. know, because it can be a really sad story for people. But yeah. you're trying to understand the struggle. So it's it's a good mode of thinking. Just be careful where you're throwing that question around. Right. Yeah. yeah, I actually got hate mail from one of my sisters. Like true oh. hate mail. Oh, true, man. True hate mail. Yeah, my mom sent a letter to the whole family saying that she wanted to off herself because, because of me. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, <laughs> see, that's I think that's a type of psychological warfare because that's, yeah, that's akin to like pointing at someone going, if you if I commit suicide, it's your fault. Exactly. Like, wow. She wanted to right. try and guilt me into it. Wow. Like into backing down. You that's know? a lot. That's a that's a really strong. Uh, that's a really strong factor, I think, in a lot of people when they're coming out is that the person will try to guilt them into something. Mm. Well, here's the thing. I got hate mail from my sister, but she wrote it on. Um, church stationery and sent it from the letterhead of her job. What? And I called Whoa. both of those organizations and told them what was going on and they were just like, oh, that sounds like a personal family member to matter mm. to me. We don't want to deal with it. Well, you know, she used your stationery. Oh. Oh. And then the other place I called and I forget which did the stationery or whatever and I called the job which was the school, school district in the surrounding area and they were just like that sounds like a personal matter we want nothing to do with it. Oh, she used your letterhead. L. 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 Yeah, like this wasn't just an email to me. It was like the yeah, whole her was, whole side came, of the family. It came yeah. U.S. Postal Service. Yeah. So like it was to get other people involved. It was right, to get exactly. to make personal it, hate. Yeah. But yeah, they had a totally different tone when mm-hmm. I said that. It's like I'm ready to send this to the press on your letterhead, on your you know the envelope, and yeah, they weren't too pleased with her. All right, now we have three minutes. What would you like to do? Um, so <laughs> we are going to do. Thank you for that. I hate box. to be the one. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. We're going to do. Newsworthy or not, we have three minutes. Are we oh ready? Boy. Jesus. So, newsworthy. We or really got to keep these short. So, yeah, yeah. first reaction. Yeah. First reaction. Swearing. One word. You ready? Or to swear, make it into a funny word. Yeah. Um, Jelly Belly. Jelly Belly founder debuts a new CBD infused jelly bean. Oh, oh yes, I'm here for that. <laughs> oh, I already love Jelly Belly. Yeah. Right. So, My response um, is OGs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. I just want to say, uh, what, impeachment, what's, see, I don't even want to know because you guys just toyed me with this. You toy with me with impeachment. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. So that's my own response yeah, it's, to it. Yeah, it's happening is my response. I, it's I, happening. I don't, don't, don't toy with me. Um, every year, more than 43 million Americans deal with mental illness, but only 41% seek assistance. Mental Health oh. Awareness Week starts, started on 10-6 Sunday. I think one of the biggest issues there is finances, too. It's so expensive anymore. Right. Look it up. There are some free resources, although not everyone can access them. We have two minutes. Thank you. Thank you. One person who's sticking with the one word. I'm trying. Too serious. Too serious. I can't brush over it. (laughs) Um, So the key witness in the murder trial of the Dallas officer was shot days after the guilty verdict. Did you guys hear about that? What? No, I haven't. You know, the woman who killed the guy. She was shot? No, she went to jail, a but witness. the witness who testified at that was killed three days later. Oh, that's a coincidence, isn't it? Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, New York teenager dies vaping-related lung illness, becoming mm. the outbreak's youngest victim. Not that I'm condoning it, <clears throat> but check your sources, please. Yeah. Look up whatever you're getting. Um, also, it's illegal. 
Yingling and Hershey's team up for historic chocolate beer. Oh, yes. yes. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Yingling's also I'll funded by Trump. Yeah. And, <laughs> okay, Hershey's. Yeah. Remy Ma, also that, who's the, she's a rapper. She won some awards or whatever. She said that um, if you are a rape victim and you sue your abuser, that's prostitution. Oh, my God. What? No. Yes, 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 That's yes. wrong. I'm going to leave it there. talking. I'm sorry, but no. That Griffin. finally got a one-word reaction out of me because I couldn't say yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Wow. I had already seen it, though. That's why I, <laughs> wow. I was already angry about this like two days ago. So, Griffin, how can folks find us? All right. You are listening <sighs> to 92.9 FM Philadelphia G-Town Radio. You can find us on iTunes, Podomatic, Google Play Store, TuneIn, Spotify, Alexa, Radio.com, and iHeartRadio. And let us know if you if we are not on your favorite you podcast medium. That? Hostile platform note. thing. <laughs> um, if you or someone you know is thinking of suicide, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1 800 273 8255 or text talk to the crisis text line at 741 741. And everyone does deserve to be safe, so the domestic violence advocates are available 24 7 in over 170 languages. Philadelphia's hotline is 1 866 723 3014. And the Trevor Project's number is 866-488-7386. And Please thank you, get help if you need it. And thank you, Trans Minors Rights. Go sign their petition. Thank you. Please thank sign you the so petition. Much. We'll you post it to so our much. site. We're out, folks. Bye. 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 Bye.